Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Wednesday. It is the 10th of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds gave her seventh condition of the state address last night. She is asking lawmakers to enact a 3.5% flat income tax, overhaul special education services, and raise minimum salaries for teachers. Republican leaders have large majorities in the legislature. They say they support Reynolds' plans but didn't commit to passing them without changes. Senate Minority Leader Pam Yoakum says she hopes Democrats can work in a more bipartisan way on Reynolds' proposals. We need to see the actual bills, whether it is on tax policy, whether it is on AEAs, whether it is on raising teacher salaries. The devil is in the details. Yoakum says she's concerned changes to the area education agencies could affect special education services in rural communities. Well, the governor says Iowa needs to make changes in its system of area education agencies to have better outcomes for students in special education. IPR's Grant Gerlach reports she announced her plan last night in her Condition of the State address. Reynolds says Iowa spends more than the national average to educate students with disabilities, but the results are below average. In response, she wants to cut training and media services from Iowa's nine regional area education agencies and make special education their only focus. School districts could stick with their current AEA for services, or they could opt out and use a different AEA or work with a private company. Reynolds says her goal is to improve, not to cut, special education. We are simply giving control of the funding to those who work directly with your child on a daily basis and taking special education off autopilot. Under the governor's plan, a new section of the Department of Education would oversee special education in Iowa. Blackhawk County is considering rezoning several acres of agricultural land for commercial development. IPR's Grant Leo Winterer reports the move has rural residents concerned. The County Board of Supervisors has proposed to rezone over 20 acres of agricultural land for future commercial development. The land is several miles north of Cedar Falls and has been zoned as agricultural since 1982. The initiative is opposed by 30 residents who live in the area, including fifth-generation produce farmer Matthew Rogers. At a public hearing, he said the board is operating on false information from developers. From the south, there's seven houses and only one business, and there's eight houses and three businesses to the north. They were saying how there's no houses in the area, it's all businesses. And that's not true at all either. Rogers also claimed he was not informed of prior public meetings on the issue. The Board of Supervisors said in response they didn't have his correct contact information in their database. Crews are still cleaning Iowa's streets and highways from this week's big snowstorm. And there's more snow on the way. Light snow, maybe an inch across the state today and several more inches in the forecast for Friday. Temperatures by the weekend, by the way, will be in the single digits. It's here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. 
Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds gave her seventh condition of the state address last night. She's asking lawmakers to enact a 3.5% flat income tax, overhaul special education services, and raise minimum salaries for teachers. IPR's Katerina Sestarek has more. Reynolds started her speech talking about last week's shooting at Perry High School that killed an 11-year-old boy and wounded seven others. She highlighted how the Perry High School principal, who's still hospitalized with multiple gunshot wounds, risked his life to protect students. She also thanked law enforcement officers who immediately entered the school. This is who Iowans are and what we do. Whether in person or in spirit, Iowans showed up that day in Perry and will be there every day through their recovery. Turning to her agenda for 2024, Reynolds says she wants to improve special education services by overhauling the state's nine area education agencies. She says Iowa spends more than 50 percent above the national average to educate students with disabilities, but their test scores are below average. Reynolds wants the agencies to only focus on special education and stop other services they provide. School districts could choose to keep using their AEA, switch to another, or contract with other providers. We're not reducing special education funding by one dime. We are simply giving control of the funding to those who work directly with your child on a daily basis and taking special education off autopilot. Under her plan, the State Department of Education would take on oversight of special education and bring in more than 100 new employees. Reynolds is also asking lawmakers to spend nearly $100 million to raise the minimum salary for teachers. These investments will put Iowa in the top five states for starting pay and help recruit more of the best and brightest to join the teaching profession. The governor also wants to continue pushing income tax rates lower. Current law has the top income tax rate at 5.7% this year, and that would phase down to 3.9% in 2026. Reynolds wants to go further with a flat income tax of 3.65% this year, which would drop to 3.5% next year. She says Iowa would still have a nearly billion-dollar budget surplus. The surplus does not mean that we aren't spending enough. It means we're still taking too much of Iowa's hard-earned money. After the speech, Republican leaders praised Reynolds for laying out what they called a bold agenda. Senate Majority Leader Jack Whitfer says he's not sure if he'll work off of Reynolds' tax cut bill or if Senate Republicans will move their own bill forward. They've previously advanced a bill to eliminate the income tax. We want to go as low as we can. We want to do it responsibly, though. And so that's where it's just a math problem, though, as far as um, what it looks like in the out years. House Democratic Leader Jennifer Confirst says the governor's plan doesn't help the lowest income Iowans. Iowans who aren't paying income taxes right now will see no change in their benefits. 500,000 Iowans are left behind with this plan. House Speaker Pat Grassley says he likes Reynolds' tax cut proposal and calls it very reasonable. He also says the state needs to do better for special education students, and Reynolds is just trying to streamline the area education agencies, not eliminate them. But as we dig into the details of it, I think we need to uh, be mindful that we need to be able to continue to provide those services in rural Iowa. But I also don't want to shortchange and say that rural Iowans can't be creative and and be collaborative in their efforts as well. Senate Democratic Leader Pam Yocum says she's concerned that Reynolds is making an effort to privatize AEA. 
EA services, and those changes will affect rural areas the most. We need to see the actual bills, whether it is on tax policy, whether it is on AEAs, whether it is on raising teacher salaries. The devil is in the details. Republican leaders say they're interested in raising teacher pay, but they didn't commit to Reynolds' plan. Democrats support raising teacher salaries, but they say other educational professionals should also get a raise. I'm Katerina Sestarek, IPR News. And that's here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Have a great day.